Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Leaders of Tomorrow. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about a very viable solution um, to climate change, which is net zero buildings. So amid the growing concerns about rising energy prices and the impact of climate change, obviously, statistics actually show buildings to be the primary energy consumer. The building sector can significantly reduce energy use by incorporating energy efficient strategies, not only to its design, but to its construction and operation. So what exactly are net zero buildings, right? So what they do is that they generate as much energy as it consumes, often over a year. So they basically contribute to climate change mitigation by significantly reducing energy-related emissions. They produce as much energy as they consume, and the energy generated might be a combination of on-site and off-site renewable energy sources. Now, it's also commonly called zero-carbon building, and this is because since carbon emissions from fossil fuels, because basically carbon emissions from fossil fuels are being matched by the amount of renewable energy being produced. So, for example, a building or facility can use renewable sources like wind energy, solar power, or even on-site geothermal energy to meet demand. Now, why are they so important? Now, the construction industry has been criticized for being a major contributor to carbon emissions and global warming. Around 40% of global greenhouse gas emissions are generated by buildings. Of those, roughly 75% are operational emissions from building systems, basically heating, ventilation, IT servers, etc. And so reducing carbon emissions in buildings will be critical to achieving net zero emissions by 2050, which, I mean, I think there's there've been a lot of agreements on so far, right? And such buildings will provide direct economic benefits, such as reduced energy consumption, improved energy efficiency, and security. It's also like, so zero energy buildings are also the most appropriate to accommodate the increasing population and minimize the adverse effects of the energy shortage. And additionally, with the right planning, they can also become net positive and enable this residents to lead low carbon lives, which is very important. So the pros, if we were to kind of recap a bit, is that obviously the comfort of zero energy buildings is actually more compared to a traditional building because of the uniform atmosphere. There will definitely be a reduction in monthly living expenses. And more importantly, they're environmentally friendly and reduce the carbon emissions. People associated, and this is actually interesting, that people associated with zero energy buildings actually tend to increase um, brain functioning and due to low concentrations of carbon dioxide and other pollutants, their overall performance also increases.
However, there are obviously lots of cons to this as well. One of them is that there's, there's obviously less availability of experienced designers to build zero energy buildings. Second, the initial cost of zero energy building is much higher compared to a conventional building. It also may not be suitable for regions with cold temperatures because there's less exposure to the climate. And lastly, they definitely kind of limit future ability to respond to global warming due to a very specific temperature design. So of course, there are a lot of cons to like completely net zero buildings, but I think there's still a lot of features we can include in, a, in the construction of new buildings to just make it even a small percentage more eco-friendly. So for instance, in my school, they've planted vertical gardens and there was actually talk about solar powering the canteen. So those are, those are some ideas. And I wanted to talk about like a few case studies. So there are a few residential examples um, of net zero buildings. So there was a humanity home created and so the design of this net zero source energy habitat for humanity home, it combined basically efficient equipment, appliances and lighting and solar features, including something called photovoltaics to reach the zero energy goal. So the home uses the utility power grid for storage delivering energy to the grid when the PV system produces more energy than the home uses and draws from the grid when the PV system produces less energy than the house needs. So this approach basically eliminates the need for battery storage and reduces the cost, complexity and maintenance of the solar electric system. And <clears throat> so, yeah, and in addition, a data acquisition system was also installed in the completed home to monitor its performance. And if we look at an example of a commercial building, there's also um, the Adam Joseph Lewis Center for Environmental Studies located on the Oberlin College campus. So it's another example of a net zero energy site um, building. and so it houses a class, classrooms, an office space, auditoriums, a small environmental studies library, and a resource center. It also has a wastewater purification system in a greenhouse and an open atrium. So it's an all electric building and it was designed with maximum energy efficiency in mind. So the center generates its own on-site electricity through a roof mounted 60 kilowatt PV system and a 100 kilowatt PV system located over the power parking lot. The center is also grid interconnected, meaning that when the solar panels produce more energy than the center consumes, electricity is exported to the city of Oberlin. So it, the center has also been a net exporter of electricity 
producing more electricity on an annual basis than it consumes. So the solar electricity production is also coupled with energy efficient lighting, heating, and appliances to minimize negative environmental impact. Isn't that cool? So yeah, those are two examples of net zero buildings, one being a commercial building and one being a resi residential building. But as I said, there are some cons when we look at actually implementing them, but we can always try to, we can always try to introduce as many eco-friendly features as we can, right? Whatever we can do to contribute to our environment. So yeah, that's it for um, net zero buildings and I hope you enjoyed it and learned something new.